get to chapter 3. King Nebuchadnezzar has signed an executive order and he has built a golden statue and he said whenever the Babylonian national anthem is played, everybody in Babylon ought to bow down and worship the golden image that I have built up. Now, they're living a nightmare. They have been carried away captive, living in a foreign land, and they are, are, are far from the place where they have believed all their life that God has met that, that God will meet them. In other words, they have felt that they have come to believe that they, they are far from God because they are not in Jerusalem, but they are in Babylon, and somehow they have convinced themselves that God is not there. They're dealing with an egotistical leader who has constructed a golden image and said that they need to worship this image whenever the national anthem is played. They need to bow down and worship this golden image. They're living a nightmare. So they resist. Our text is about them resisting this nightmare. They refuse to bow down to the golden image. They, they refuse to worship Nebuchadnezzar's golden image. And we like to bring it up. Yeah. We like to pacify their resistance. Much like we do something like Rosa Parks. You know, we say Rosa Parks sat on, a, a, on, on the seat on the bus because she was tired after work. You know, Rosa Parks didn't sit down and stay there because she was tired after working all day, but Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat because she was fed up of being told that she was less than what she was. She sat down because she was tired of folk telling her who she was when she knew she was more than that. So these three Hebrew boys refused to bow down because they knew they were more. Yeah. What the Babylonian culture would have them to believe. So in this act of resistance, King Nebuchadnezzar raises a question that we have to answer today because we're dealing with some Nebuchadnezzar's. He, he asked them, what is the God that will deliver you, that will save you from my hand? Don't you know that when you're dealing with these pressures, when you're dealing with these issues of life, they want to know what is the God yeah. that can save you from my hands. When you are battling with sickness, they want to know what is the God. When your bills are due, you don't know where the money is coming from. They're going to ask you, what is the God that can deliver you uh -huh. yes, sir. Yes, sir. from my hand? Sometimes we think that we can get out of the pressure by bowing down and just getting by. But they refuse to bow down. But there's a problem in this text. They are resisting bowing down. But the writer still calls them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I know we like to shout it out in the black church. I, I know we like to say Shadrach, Meshach, 
When they got there, that boy was a mess out there. Because immediately, when they hit the flame, Nebuchadnezzar realized we threw in three. But I see four. The fourth one went outside the fire. But he was in there waiting on them. Because when they were going through, they needed to meet them. I mean, when you're going through, you need to encounter Jesus. I'm so glad that the Lord meets me when I'm going through. When I get to the fire,
certified as a man of war. Said, now to him who is able. They were dealing with the question of what God is able to save you. Jude came back and settled the question. Said, now to Whatever you're going through, yeah. and that's it. 